Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. I'm so glad you decided to join me again today as we once again see what our friend Uncle Wiggily's got going as far as adventures are concerned or just everyday activities of his that somehow turn into fun adventures. The story I'm going to be sharing with you today is Uncle Wiggily's Picnic by Howard G. Garris. Come on, Uncle Wiggily, wake up, wake up, called Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy in the hollow stump bungalow one morning. Come on. What's that? What's the matter? Is the chimney on fire again? asked the bunny gentleman as he was so excited that he slid down the banister instead of hopping along from step to step as he should have done. Of course the chimney isn't on fire, laughed Miss Fuzzy Wuzzy. But this is the day for the picnic of the animal children, and you promised to go with them to the woods. Oh, so I did, exclaimed Uncle Wiggily, and he put one paw on his pink nose to stop the twinkling, which started as soon as he grew excited over thinking the chimney was on fire. Well, I'm glad you called me, Nurse Jane. I'll get ready for the picnic at once. What are you going to put up for the lunch? Oh, some carrot bread, turnip cookies, lettuce sandwiches, and nut cake, answered the muskrat lady. That sounds fine, laughed Uncle Wiggily. I'm very glad I'm going to the picnic. Well, you'd better hurry and get ready, remarked Miss Fuzzy Wuzzy. Here come Jackie and Petey Bow Wow to see if you aren't going to start out soon. Uncle Wiggily looked from the window of his hollow stump bungalow and saw the two little puppy dog boys coming along. Jackie was so excited that he stubbed his paw and fell down twice, while Petey was so anxious to show Uncle Wiggily what was in the package of lunch the puppies were going to take to the woods, that Petey fell down three times and turned back somersault. Uncle Wiggily, Uncle Wiggily, are you coming? barked Jackie. Hurry, or it may rain and spoil the picnic, added Petey. Oh, I hope not, answered the bunny gentleman, for if there's one thing more than another that spoils a picnic, it's rain. Snow isn't so bad, for we don't have picnics when it snows. Maybe it won't rain, hopefully spoke Nurse Jane, who was busy putting up lunch for Uncle Wiggily. There isn't a cloud in the sky. And surely enough, when Uncle Wiggily, Nurse Jane, and dozens of animal children started off to the woods for their picnic, the sun shone bravely down from the blue sky, and a more lovely day could not have been wished for. The forest where the bunny gentleman, Nurse Jane, and the animal children went for their picnic was a large one, with many trees and bushes. There were dozens of places for the squirrels, rabbits, goats, ducks, dogs, pussycats, and others to play. And when they reached the grove, they put their lunches under bushes on the soft, cool green moss and began to have fun. Oh, Uncle Wiggily, please turn skipping rope for us, begged Bright Eyes, the little guinea pig girl. And please come play ball with us, grunted Curly and Floppy Twisty Tail, the piggy boys. "'Have a game of marbles with us,' teased Billy Wagtail, the goat. 
and Jacko Kinky Tail, the monkey chap. I'll play with you all in turn, laughed the bunny gentleman. He was in the midst of having fun and was just gnawing off a piece of wild grapevine to make a swing for Lulu and Alice Wibblewobble, the ducks, when up came hopping Bully No-Tail, the frog boy. Bully was quite excited. What's the matter, Bully? asked Uncle Wiggily. Oh, grump, croaked Billy. There's a big crowd of boys and girls over on the other side of the pond, and they're having a picnic, too. Grump, grump. Real boys and girls, added Bolly, who was Bully's brother. Hoop, boop. Well, that will do no harm, laughed Uncle Wiggily. Let the real boys and girls have their picnic. They won't see us. For very few boys and girls know how to use their eyes when they go to the woods. I have often hidden beside a bush close to where a boy passed, and he never saw me. Let the boys and girls have their picnic, and we'll have ours. So that's the way it was. Uncle Wiggily and the animal children played tag. They slid downhill. Perhaps you think you could not do this in summer when there's no snow. But the hills in the forest were covered with long, smooth brown pine needles, and these layers of needles were so slippery that it was easy to slide on them. And then, all of a sudden, just about when it was time to eat lunch, it began to rain. Oh, how hard the drops pelted down. Rain, rain, rain. "'Scurry for shelter, all of you!' cried Nurse Jane. "'Get out of the rain!' The animal boys and girls knew how to take care of themselves in a rainstorm, even if they had no umbrellas. Most of them had on fur or feathers, which water doesn't harm, and they snuggled down under trees and bushes, finding shelter and dry spots, so that no matter how hard it poured, they did not get very wet.' They hid their lunches under rocks and overhanging trees so nothing was spoiled. And when the rain was over and the sun came out, as it did, the animal picnic went on as before. And when the food was set out on flat stumps for tables, there was enough for everyone and plenty left over. Nurse Jane was looking at what remained of the good things to eat when Jackie Bow Wow, who, with Petey, had been splashing in a mud puddle, came running up, wagging his tail. Oh, Uncle Wiggily, barked Jackie, what do you think? Those real children on the other side of the wood, they had their things to eat out on some stumps for tables, just as we had, and when the rain came, oh, it spoiled everything. They didn't know how to keep their lunches dry, added Petey. Now they haven't anything to eat for their picnic, and they're starting home, and some of the little girls are crying. That's too bad, murmured Uncle Wiggily kindly. Too bad that the rain had to spoil their picnic. Now we have plenty of things left that children could eat. Nuts, apples, some popcorn, and pears for the animal folk had brought all of these and many more to the woods with them. We have lots left over. We could give them something to eat, spoke Nurse Jane. But how are we going to get it to them? We can't call them here, and it would never do to let them see us carrying the things to them. 
ask no, agreed Uncle Wiggily, but I think I have a plan. We can make some baskets of birch bark. Some of the animal children, such as Jacko and Jumpo, Kinky Tail, the monkeys, Joy and Tommy Cat, Johnny and Billy Bushytail, the squirrels, are good tree climbers. Let them climb trees where the real children are having their picnic and lower them on grapevine ropes, the food we have left. Oh, yes, mewed Tommy the kitten boy. What jolly fun. Quickly, Nurse Jane began to gather up the food. Uncle Wiggily put it in birch bark baskets the animal children made, and then, with the baskets fastened to vines in their paws or claws, the animal boys went through the wood to the place of the other picnic. Uncle Wiggily and the remaining animal children followed. There, the poor, disappointed, real children were looking at their rain-soaked, spoiled lunches. Some of the little girls were crying. We might as well go home, grumbled the boy. Our picnic is no good. Me no rain, sighed a girl. But just then, the animal chaps with lunch from Uncle Wiggily's picnic lunch, which had not been rained on, climbed up into the trees over the heads of the boys and girls. Not a sound did the animal chaps make. And when the real boys and girls had their backs turned, there were lowered to the stump tables enough good things for a jolly feast. Apples, pears, popcorn, nuts, and many other dainties. A little girl happened to turn around and see the birch bark baskets of good things just as the animal boys scurried off through the trees. Oh, look, cried the girl. The fairies have been here. They've left us some lunch in place of ours that the rain spoiled. Oh, see the fairy lunch. And I suppose that is as good a name for it as any. Since the boys and girls didn't see Uncle Wiggily's friends lower the basket from the trees, and the real boys and girls ate the lunch and had a most jolly time, and so did the bunny gentleman and his picnic crowd, because they loved seeing the real boys and girls happy. Now, if the rubber plant doesn't stretch over and tickle the teapot, so that it pours coffee instead of milk into the sugar bowl, you may be hearing another story the very next time you tune in to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. Don't you just love hearing how kind Uncle Wiggily is and how he always comes up with a thoughtful solution to, to help others? And what a fun thing to imagine that the animals could lower the food to the children so that their picnic would not be spoiled. How wonderful it would be if we could all be as thoughtful to other people and as caring as the example that we have from God's wonderful creatures. This has been another story about Uncle Wiggily by Howard G. Garris. Join me again in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.